0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin know and my main man,
1: JC,
0: John
1: Coleman. Dio, what is poppin'?
0: JC, you hear this frog still in my throat? Because you were having, you were talking to so many people down at Nashville at the NBA conference. Bro, A, it's up in Nashville because you and I live down south in Orlando. We'll start there. You said said down in Nashville. Because, you know, that was down south. That's what every northerner, every northerner, everything is down to y'all.
1: is. It is. Because I still have the mentality of someone from Massachusetts, south of Massachusetts, south of western New England.
0: There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all northerners. Everything's lost. Yeah. Oh, next time I go down to Jacksonville, I'm like, well, Jacksonville's north, guys. Right.
1: That's what I meant. Yeah.
0: All right. Good enough. But yes. No, I was at the annual, as it's called. If you're a mortgage banker, it is the number one event for our industry.
1: And look at this new hardware. We'll get there. We're okay. going to
0: get to the hardware. Okay. We're going to get to the hardware, but it was um, my third or fourth annual that I've been fortunate enough to attend. It was in Nashville, Tennessee. It is the largest cocktail party. Mm. Continuous cocktail party. Actually, it's not, but it's the largest networking function. Yes. Yes in our industry, the who's who, 4,000, 6,000 people all flood into one city. Well, think about it. If you are company A Mm -hmm. and you have 12 sales reps and each sales rep has 30 clients that they call on, represent, account manage, Mm -hmm. it's a a way and a time for everybody to pour into the same city at once so that each of your sales reps can get face-to-face, belly-to-belly, with all of their clients, at least one time, so, yeah. and you don't have to pay for one flight, one hotel. And typically, what happens is these companies take down entire steakhouses for three days, mm-hmm. right? Like they'll take down an entire bar restaurant and throw a party. Right. So my voice is a little bit froggy because after Saturday night of being in bars watching my UCF nights get destroyed by ECU go and night. screaming at the TV, go nights while no, don't go nights because that was very sad while also trying to hold a conversation with like, you know, six or seven mortgage bankers that were also in town mm-hmm. over the loud country music that I so love. Mm-hmm. And then you do that again on Sunday night, again on Monday night, then eventually like holding three, four five hour conversations where you have to speak very loudly because you're trying to talk over the band. Mm-hmm. It starts to wear on your vocal cords. So I'm a little froggy today. Sounds like EDC to me. Have you been to EDC? I've never been. I would love to go to EDC, I think. We should podcast from there, but go ahead. We should. Yeah, put that, we'll put that out <laughs> there. Yeah. But uh, my fear is that, like, after 20, 30 minutes, I would realize how old I was. Oh, what do you mean? I'd, instantly. And, yeah, instantly, well, no, I'd I'll, be, I'll be the same way, too. Yeah, I'm like, nah, it's time to go. But home. you'd
1: be surprised. There's an old contingency of people that go out there, regardless of age.
0: If they had, like, a boomer section, at EDC, I would go hang out in the boomer section.
1: We're we'll putting it out there. Hey, anybody in Orlando
0: who has EDC plugs? let us know. We'd love to podcast from the mud pit. It would be phenomenal. Maybe not the mud pit because this equipment is pretty expensive. And I do not want to have to replace it just yet, John, because we are still a passion project and still a hobby. Yes. Now, once you can figure out a way for us to truly Mm -hmm. go worldwide, Mm -hmm. nationwide, Mm -hmm. a la Dave Ramsey, Clark Howard, Susie Orman.
1: I haven't heard of the middle
0: one, but okay. All right. That they're all people in our space john i know they're just older and less cool
1: i, I know you you said their names myriad times you yes. know there are some names that i think we need to shout out because we're there, hey, there
0: there are there are a lot of names and um you know, i'm gonna start the very broad today you and i hosted another tlop town hall shout out tlop town hall yeah and like it was very well attended like mm. i will not re- be able to remember everybody that was that was on uh today's town hall but it's a feature that we give to our premium members that are members of tloponline.com. So, um, you know, shout out to everybody who took the time. Thank you. That's part of Tlop Premium Nation. And for anyone who would like to be included in that, hey, look, all you have to do is A, go to the website and become a member. But then if you want to be a part of the...
1: Cool Kids Club. Cool Kid it. Club. Just, just cool Kids <laughs> Club. You
0: are gonna, we are going to ask you to give a donation of 25 bucks a month. But we will give you something in return, which is additional content. Yeah. It's access to our message board. Yeah. It's access to the monthly town hall meetings and then it's additional content that JC uh posts on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yep. So uh to shout out to them first. I want to give a shout out to a uh, new friend of mine, Tiffany Cersei. So she is a loan officer. With Regent's Bank, Regent's Mortgage, up in Nashville, up in Smashville, Nash, okay. Vegas. Okay. She and I were on a scavenger hunt team. She's a recent CMB graduate.
1: CMB, you know I me. Mean. Yeah.
0: So uh, shout out to Tiffany. I thoroughly enjoyed getting to know you. I thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with you. Congrats on your CMB. Shout out to the entire Simple Nexus crew. Simple Nexus. And and Sarah. Okay. Sarah was Simple Nexus. Like that crew could jam. They had a good time. Uh, love their live music, love to dance. So, um, I told Sarah, I'd give she and the crowd a shout out and it's Sarah with an H from Tejas, Tejas. from Tejas. And then this is a heartfelt shout out. Travis Dyson, Amy Eller, Becky Heichel and Alicia. Goncalves shout out to y'all. Um, and what an amazing accomplishment. Um, it's really cool to yeah. be a part of it. But then when you win, like your group is recognized out of six other groups, you're the winner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. That's awesome. So it's a not a knock against people who didn't win because they worked their tails off, had some good ideas, but look, only one person can be number one. And this time it was our turn. All right. We're going to talk about seller credits. We're going to jump right into oh it. Oh my gosh. Let's go. Yeah. Seller credits. So this episode, mm-hmm. just like most episodes we do. Yeah. It's for people who either have a home to sell, want to buy a house, sell homes for a living, or they finance homes for a living. So a
1: swath of people.
0: 60, 65% of the adult population, I believe, is going to fall right in that category. Mm -hmm. And this is the word of the day, the phrase of the day. You remember that Pee Wee Herman, word of the day? Yeah, I
1: do, actually. Okay,
0: yeah. It's kind of creepy, but uh, that's what I just thought of. Seller credits towards buyer closing costs are mandate. Mandate. Until I tell you otherwise, if you are selling a home, you better plan on paying something towards the buyer's closing costs. Why? And you may want to because that may make more sense than you dropping your sales price ten or fifteen grand. It may be easier to give the the seller seven or eight thousand dollars as a closing cost credit than it would be to try to negotiate. Uh, a, a sales price drop of 10, 15, or $20,000. Hmm. The main reason why right now is because the mortgage market is foobarred. It has turned upside down on its head. To quote my VP of secondary marketing, Bob Salingo. Shout out, Bob. Shout out, Bob. Bob listens, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Bob said, I've been doing this for 40 years, and I've never freaking seen this before. Although Bob didn't say freaking, I said freaking. Bob yeah. wouldn't even say freaking. He's like, I've never seen this before. The mortgage markets are, are operating just... Just spastic, absolutely spastic. Nobody knows what's up. Nobody knows what's down. We know that we know that inflation is really bad. We know the federal reserve is acting mighty to, to fight inflation at the same time. They're going to throw us into a recession. It's going to be a mild recession. It's going to be a crash landing, hard recession. What's unemployment going to do? What about future defaults? What about home prices? Hmm. Blah, 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 blah. So because of that, the markets don't like uncertainty. So you can't, trade into the market to get what is called par pricing. Par pricing is basically when a bank or lender can offer a rate to a consumer, at which point neither the consumer or the bank slash lender has to pay money Mm. to obtain said interest rate. So we're just not seeing it, right? So we'll just start there. Like we would love to be able to offer someone seven and a half percent with no points, but the market won't give it. The market says the best we're going to give you is 7%. But then that's not par. That means it has to be sold or purchased at a discount. Well, what does that mean? The borrower has to pay discount points. Mortgage companies and banks are in business to make money, so it's not like we can say, "Oh, don't worry about it. We're going to go ahead and purchase this this money. Actually, we sell it, then we purchase the loan from the from the borrowers." How it really works? We're going to sell into the market at a discount, but then we're not going to pass along that 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 fee that we had to not collect to the consumer. No, we have to pass it along. So there's many scenarios right now in mortgage lending because you got to think there's no such thing as like a one size fits all mortgage. There's no one interest rate, right? Rates are variable based on how the market is trading, but also is are variable based on loan size and credit score? And is it a condo or a single family home? Is that a 30 year fixed or a 15 year fixed or a seven one arm? Is it FHA, VA, USDA or conventional? Is the, is the home in California or is the home in Florida mm-hmm. different pricing? Does the home, have the taxes and insurance escrowed in the payment, or is the consumer paying them on their own, right? There's a lot of factors that go into this. And based on someone's factors, they may not be able to price that alone unless they pay one or two points or three points. And what's even crazier is there's regulation that was drafted, never once thinking about this crazy market scenario Mm -hmm. that then, limits how many points lenders are allowed to collect. Now that regulation was put into into a, account to quote unquote protect consumers against lenders being greedy or taking advantage of or overcharging. But we're not doing any of that. We're just trying to eke out a small profit so we can stay afloat mm-hmm. to get through these tough times. And we can only do so if we charge the consumer discount points because that's the market that we are selling into. Exactly. So for that reason, if I'm a home seller or I'm a realtor trying to move property, I know that I need to help these buyers out by being willing to cover a portion of their closing costs because closing costs without points is gonna run six, eight, or 10 grand depending on the purchase price, depending on the state, depending on how expensive taxes and insurance are. Then when you couple in another 2%, of the loan size on top of that want a three hundred fifty thousand dollar loan that's seven grand so instead of having eight thousand dollars in closing costs plus my down payment you're telling me i have my down payment eight thousand dollars in closing costs plus seven thousand dollars in mm-hmm. discount points what well, some point as a buyer Yo, i'm out bro i'm out yeah i'm just gonna sit on the sidelines you know what i guess living with my auntie another couple months and, and her drunk husband yeah is is worth me sitting on the sidelines and at which point i'm a seller who has to get rid of the property you can always sell whatever you have for a certain price
1: right.
0: that price might not make sense and that price may be a discount but if you really had to get rid of it well i don't want to have to sell at a discount
1: right. well hold on a question for you yes my the wheel in my head is spinning you only is head my, one wheel? Yeah, yeah, yeah the wheels because i could swear a couple months ago you said It was the opposite. Like, if you wanted to...
0: Oh, how the tides have turned, John Coleman.
1: What was the the turning point? Because it seemed like it was
0: like that, and then something happened, and now we are. It was... Three and a half percent interest rates in a buying frenzy? Or seven percent interest rates, and people sitting their asses on the sideline? That's the difference. Yeah, it's... Look, the decisions you make at 1 a.m., when you're three Negronis, (laughs) one blunt, and two Heineken's in? Yeah. Or decisions that you make at 8 a.m. after you just got done with the gym. Right. That is two different decisions. That's two different John Coleman's. Right. Yeah. So in a matter of nine months, people were paying $10,000, dollars $30,000 over mm-hmm. the appraised value mm-hmm. to get that home. Mm-hmm. If you were to try to ask a seller to pay your closing costs, you were ridiculed. Right. You were sometimes ignored, laughed at.
1: Scarlet letter. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. And all of a sudden say, like, Hey, for right now, and I don't know for, I don't know how long for right now is, it could be three months. It could be nine months. It could be 12 months. Mm-hmm. I do think we'll get to a point where we'll be in a Goldilocks top type market. And that was very similar to like 14, 15, 16. And even in like a year, like 16 or even 17, it wasn't very easy to get a seller to contribute towards closing costs, but it wasn't like laughed out, out, the, mm-hmm. out the room. The way it was nine months ago. But yeah, it's, the tides have turned. Right. That is what happens when there's a buying frenzy and rates at 3.5% versus people sitting on the sidelines, mm-hmm. rates are at 7%. And the people who do want to buy are the more difficult borrowers for whatever reason. Their their situations are just a little bit stickier. Their files are what we call more paperwork intensive. I've right. heard that before, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so so we we need these discount points. I mean, we need these closing costs just to cover discount points, right. let alone. Closing cost and discount points. Cause that's what you try to do when, when you're a seller and you're trying to entice home buyers or prospective home buyers to buy, you got to make it easy on them. Right. Right. You got to find ways to, to, to make their easy, payment yeah. affordable. Right. You got to make a, make a way that, that they can, they can actually get into the home cause they have enough cash. Right.
1: When they, when they pay those points, is it one lump sum up, up yes. front?
0: Yep. It is one lump sum paid at closing.
1: Do you, can you like spread it out? Or are you no. Like, no,
0: Nope. it is one lump sum paid at closing. It is deemed prepaid interest. Gotcha. Yeah. Prepaid interest is what a discount point is. And it's just necessary. It's like some you used to give you people a choice. Hey, John, you can get a rate of seven with no points, six and a half with one point, or six with two points. Mm. And you run an algorithm mm. for the borrower. Mm. Well, two points equals seven thousand dollars, but you're saving three hundred bucks a month. So, 300 goes into seven grand this many times. Your cost to break even is this many months. Gotcha. Does the decision. But right now it's like, no, no, no. Like, just to get a mortgage, you got to pay points. And someone's like, yo, bro, I barely have enough money for closing costs. You're saying I got points too? I'm like, yeah, like, then I'm out. Well, no, we don't want you to be out. We want you to be in. Right? Let's buy today. If rates go down, I'll refinance you. And many lenders, including the one I represent, we're like, "We'll, we'll refinance you at like a discount. Right? But let's buy today because right now you are in the driver's seat. And I don't think you're going to be in the driver's seat for that long. I think as a home buyer, you may be in the driver's seat for five, nine months. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think at some point, now certain markets will, 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 will lag. But most markets seem to get pretty evened out. Home builders are not building rapidly, mm-hmm. which means there's not going to be a gluttony of inventory. right? W- which means if there's not a gluttony of inventory, and there is demand because rates do come back down to 5.5%, we are going to experience it still being a bit of a seller's market, but right now you can take advantage of sellers who are a little bit freaked out and really want to get rid of their properties. Mm -hmm. So sellers, if that's you, if you're freaked out and you want to get rid of properties, start getting creative, start getting creative, think of ways that you can entice buyers to buy your property. We did a whole entire episode on assumable loans, (laughs) right? But like seller paid closing costs, one, just get used to having to do it, but then think about ways you can do it creatively. So we did a show back in July about using them for using this, this money by the seller to do what's called a buy down. Mm-hmm. A buy down is where you temporarily reduce the buyer's payment in the first three, two, or one years. And sometimes it's three percent less in your in the first year, two yeah. percent less, one percent less, and then eventually the it 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 graduates to this is your rate, mm-hmm. right? So for an example, I would have a 7% rate, but in year one, it's 5% year, two, it's 6% years, three through 30, it goes to to 7%. Right. Like that's a way. But like today, Credit Christie threw out on the TLOP town hall, she's like, guys, don't forget about getting creative with mortgage insurance. Mm. Yes, like, can we use a seller credit to then purchase with the seller's money, all of the mortgage insurance out, which then makes the home buyer's payment cheaper. Mm. And then you can get even more creative with with mortgage insurance. Maybe you just you just do what's called a split premium, right? Because mortgage insurance does not have to be monthly, the way that we know it and think of it. It can be all paid up front. It can be paid by the lender, or it can be paid by the buyer, but using seller funds. All mm-hmm. issues of seller credit. But then, what if the seller credit isn't enough to pay it out out like altogether? Mm-hmm. Well, do a hybrid. Pay for half of it up front. And then spread the other part of the mortgage insurance now at a reduced rate, which still gives the consumer a lower monthly payment. Mm -hmm. And that lower monthly payments forever. Whereas like a two, one buy down that lower payments only good for two years, Mm -hmm. one year. So, you you know, it's, it's just ways to get creative. And then what you have to understand loan officers and you have to understand realtors and you have to understand home sellers and home buyers, different loan programs for different purchase types have restrictions as to how much the seller can give. So like if you're buying an investment property, it can only be 2%, period, end of story. If it's an FHA loan, it can be 6%. If it's a VA loan, it can be whatever is common and customary. Don't let someone tell you 4% is the maximum because that's a lie. That is incorrect, that is fake news. No, 4% is how much a seller could, could contribute towards like, Paying off your debt to help you qualify. You're talking about getting creative on a VA loan, or like four percent would be. Hey, in order to get me to buy the house, the seller's leaving me their 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 lawnmower, their golf cart, and their and their old beater truck. Right. Well, as long as those three things don't value more than four percent of the purchase price, they can do that. Like Mm -hmm. that is literally a concession. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to closing cost, I know it that I can charge two points plus cover my normal. Title fees, government fees, prepays on a VA loan. And then conventional loans, it's gonna depend on your down payment. Right. Now we already said investment property is two percent regardless. Yep. But on a conventional loan, if you're putting less than 10% down, it's three percent. If you're it's of the purchase price, by the way. If you're doing um between like 70, uh, 25% down and 10% down at 6%. If you're putting more into 25% or more down, it's 9%. Mm.
1: Right.
0: So like, and there's, uh, there's plenty of charts floating out there. Get with your underwriter, get with your marketing department. Like you can figure this out. Maybe JC, you'll throw something on tloponline.com next, uh, next week. Yeah. Maybe we can get something created that, you know, people who are, who are part of our ecosystem can enjoy. Okay. But I think what I wanted to convey was. Look, y'all got to know this in today's market, home buyers, when you're negotiating your contract, just plan on negotiating seller paying closing costs. Sellers don't drop your sales price, offer to pay closing costs. It's going to help more buyers qualify. It's going to help more buyers feel comfortable entering into home ownership and realtors. This is not September of 2021 right? We're in freaking October. It's a whole year later. You know what the market's doing? You gotta be willing to advise your sellers to offer these closing cost credits and use them for something good, like a buy down, like eliminating PMI or doing a split, a split MI, or just buying the damn rate down. Just point blank. Hey, let's just buy this interest rate down. Because what if someone could get a 5.75% interest rate today or five and a half today, then they would never have to refi. Right now, if we only can get them six and a half today, then more than likely a year from now, they're gonna be refinancing. And as a loan officer, I'm like, hell yeah. Ding, sure. ding, 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 ding. That's two transactions. Right. But yeah, I think it's um, it's good for people to know what's going on in our market. It's good for people to understand, hey, like all of these ideas, loan officers, these are marketing ideas. These are ideas that you need to get out in front of your network and start promoting, start sharing a
1: reason, as you would say, doesn't a reason to pick up the damn phone and, and call somebody.
0: It does give you a reason. <clears throat> it gives you a reason to post on your social media accounts, mm-hmm. right? We, we did a whole entire episode on getting out there and networking online. Mm-hmm. Like these are the things that you should be talking about. It's a reason to call an old lead, right? How have we called an old lead who just had enough money for down payment? That was it. Now you can call them and say, Hey, look, and today's, today's market has changed. I think I can get the seller to pay all your closing costs. I think I can get the seller to pay all your closing costs and maybe even subsidize your interest rate. And oh, by the way, the, the lender I'm partnered with, if I'm a realtor talking now, mm-hmm. the lender I'm partnered with, they've even agreed that if and when rates do drop the way that the Mortgage Bankers Association predicts that they will, then, then they'll do a discounted refinance for you a year down the road or two years down the road as soon as that happens. Mm. Which by the way, the MBA, after being with them for three nights, Last week, they are predicting mortgage interest rates to end next year, like in the low fives. Okay. And there's people like Barry Habib that are predicting we could be in the low fives by Q1 of this year. Mm -hmm. And most people, just so y'all know, like most people are predicting home values to be pretty stagnant, not drop 10%, not drop 20%, stagnant. So... Ivy Zellman is probably very bearish. And I think she shows nationally, not say nationally, because there's gonna be pockets where it's worse and pockets where it's better, mm-hmm. but nationally home prices decline 4%. And then there's other people who who think it's gonna be positive 2%. So, right, if we have Ivy's at negative four and this company's at negative two and this company's at zero and these three companies are at plus two. Do the average or somewhere around zero, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? So that's what we're anticipating, which is a good thing. It's going to allow affordability to come back, right? But I think if I'm a home buyer, I have less competition right now where rates are. I have sellers who just listened to this podcast or the realtor did or the Mm -hmm. lender did, and they're convincing me that if I want to get my property moved now, then I need to go ahead and offer a seller credit home buyers take advantage of it. This is the one time. That you can potentially buy a home with just your down payment, Mm. get the seller to cover your your closing costs, and then look, when rates drop, negotiate with your lender to do a discounted refinance, and then boom, you got a great deal on your home, and now you have a great mortgage. Easy peasy, mac and cheesy. That's how I roll, John Coleman.
1: Nice job, Dio.
0: Yes. So, how about this? Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for helping us get this far along.
1: Episode 275, I believe.
0: Episode 275. Wow, we're only we're only a quarter away, 25 away from hitting hitting three C notes. Yeah. Man, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, thank you all for, for everything you've been doing us to support the show for, for the past two and a half, going on three years. Please continue to check out the website. Mm-hmm. Give us feedback. We can't grow without you all telling us what direction you want us to look into. Yeah. If you're not giving us feedback on what we do well and where we could do better. Um, I have heard from many of you, I'm working on getting a, a commercial lender in here. I'm working on getting a good reverse mortgage specialist in here. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about reverse, but I'm not the right person. Um, and my son just threw this out. He said, hey, for my birthday, can I be a, a guest on the on the podcast? What? I think I'm going to let him do it. He'll That's... be He'll be 18. Yeah. At that point.
1: Yeah, you don't like it. I'll move out.
0: I mean, at that point, he's an adult. Kind of. off oh, shit. I'm 43 years old, and I'm still working <laughs> on becoming an adult. Right. John, and you're the internal Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at least he can be drafted. Right. He can go to real jail. You <laughs> right. know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, um. Uh, but that's actually a request that came in. Someone said, oh, it'd be great to hear from your kids. Really. And I was like, well, I don't know if my wife would really do well with so that. He's 18 but now. Doesn't he's matter. He's 18, senior year of high school, getting ready to go off to college. So. Maybe I could, I could hook him up. That won't be till March anyhow, because that's when his birthday is. So. Well, that's
1: perfect, because then by the next year, we can announce where he's going to college, like a whole announcement thing. We will do it on the show. Like a full circle, like, like like just like we talked do. about. See, Just like we the universe, talked about. Yeah.
0: No, his name is John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. Uh, the easiest way to find out everything that we're into, what's going on, where we're going to be, uh, and check out our additional content, our lead trackers, our scripts, our links to things like NBA News Link or the Mortgage Action Alliance mm-hmm. or uh more pack i mean you name it it's there it's there uh it's our website theloanofficerpodcast.com or if that's too many letters to type in tloptlop TLOP, online.com there you go if you want to connect with me i am on linkedin first name dustin last name owen if you want to connect with him no. google him no. his name is john coleman no. that's all the time we have for you today but we will catch you on the next episode